Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to And That's What You Really Missed, Theatricality. I'm Jenna. I'm Kevin. And today we're getting gaga. We're getting Mm. into it. We're really going for it. You thought the show was gay before? Get ready. (laughs) I love this episode. This I episode love this is episode. so much fun. Yes. Makes me so happy. I have an audio memory from this episode. And when I think of this episode, I just think of you. I could hear you before I could see you walking in those plastic bubbles <laughs> everywhere you went, just swishing, <laughs> swaying through the stages. And when Jenna gets annoyed, she gets this look on her face because you can't sit in an outfit that's just bubbles. Uh, we'll get into and, it. Yeah, we'll get into we'll it. We'll get into it. <laughs> that's my memory of this. Okay, so Theatricality originally aired May 25th, 2010. It was episode 20 out of 22. Wow. So we're almost at the end. Oh my gosh. And do you remember? So when we were, we were also on tour this time, like we said last week. We had performed in L.A. And -hmm. I remember Ryan coming in backstage saying they were going to swap the order of two of the episodes. If I remember (gasps) correctly, this episode and the next episode, Funk, were shot in the opposite order. We shot Funk first and then we shot Theatricality. And then they swapped them in airing order because they wanted this episode to be out sooner. I don't know why. Do you remember that? We're like, what does that mean? Did we all suck in Funk and they swapped it? Probably. Yeah, that that could be the case. Wow, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't remember that. 
I mean, I hope I'm not making that up, but I think that's true. vaguely. No, no, it sounds vaguely familiar. But yes, you're right. And then I remember watching Funk and being like, "This wasn't my favorite episode." Yeah, I think so that's we'll why. see about next week. Because <laughs> I feel like they, I feel like Ryan then also showed us a trailer for theatricality or something like that. Like we were very mm-hmm. excited because we well, it was also had, Ryan's episode. <laughs> yes. So what was going on in the world at this time, <sighs> Jenna? Um, number one song is still OMG. The no one movie though is Shrek Forever After. That's right. I've not seen Shrek. any other Shrek movies. What? I've only seen the first one. Oh, you're missing out. The, se- the sequel to Shrek, the second Shrek is incredible. Oh, I gotta watch. It. I don't love the third one, but the second right. one. See, that's what I'm saying. Okay, fine. Well, now um, you have a child, so now's your time. <laughs> Yeah, I just wait till she gets a little older and she can actually watch TV. Until yeah. I let her watch TV. Um, okay. Glee news this week. You said we were on tour. Where were yeah. we? We were during this date on May 25th. We were performing in Chicago. Mm. We did two nights in Chicago. Do you remember we got a police escort to and from the theater? I really felt like the Obamas. It really felt. Very important. Legit. Yeah. It I was do remember pretty that. crazy. I also um, remember. Yeah. Well, okay. So we got a private jet. It was a Thomas the Stanko um, yes. private jet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it was like a commuter plane. Yeah, anyway, hear, moving hear, on. Let me just it's not adjust a, your okay. expectations. Okay. Yeah, you hear private plane. It's yeah. not one of those beautiful. Think about like one of those planes that like you take for an hour flight somewhere, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the second leg of your flight. Um, Propellers. I I remember getting off that flight and then they got a sprinter vans and we had to split up, you know, because there's too many of us to fit in one car. We split up in the sprinter vans (laughs) and there was always somebody that had to pee. Oh, no. Oh, wait, maybe this was Chicago, the second tour. It could have been. This was Chicago, the second tour, but I'm going to tell you. Okay, great. Chicago, the second tour. This is the second time we're there. We're going to the state. We're going to the... The hotel um, where we stayed was the, the Elysian. What, yeah, it's what, not like what a hotel is it? Anyway, mm-hmm. okay. Um, we're on the way, and Harry has to pee really bad, and we're in like bumper to bumper traffic, mm. like nonstop traffic. Um, and he's standing at the door where the they have the long slider do- doors, and he's staring out the window, and he's like, "What if I pee on the side <sighs> of the shoulder?" And we're not moving, and Harry's like. I'm going to get out and do it. And the driver's like, don't do it, sir. <laughs> Please don't. He's like, I got to I gotta go. And the whole time he's just staring out the big window <laughs> with his hands on the glass. <laughs> and I think he's going to pee his pants. Like, I think yeah. this, this is really, really bad. He made it. He Oof. made it. But um, there were other times we didn't make it where we had to stop on the side of the roads and pee. I peed in Michigan. On the side oh, of the road into too. Willow and it was Yelt. Remember that one? Yes. Yeah. That was second. Anyway, tour. sorry. I'm confusing tours, but we peed a lot on the yeah, side of the roads. Hurting um, cats, you know? Hurting cats. And then and then next week we go to New York City. That's right. So Radio City. there's a tour. Radio City. Okay. I think we should just talk about theatricality because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Written and directed by Ryan. Um he clearly wanted some gaga. We got Gaga Obviously. and we got Adina Menzel for the big, big reveal. Mm-hmm. There was no Jane Lynch in this episode. Yeah, there was no Jessalyn, no Jane, and no Jama. 
And just letting me know, like, Terry's kind of gone. Yes. <laughs> like, Terry's kind of out of this yeah. now. Um, but it's weird with that Sue Sylvester. Like, there's no Sue Sylvester um, storyline. But there's a lot of other stuff going on. Um, tell us how, tell us about this, the songs in this episode, Kevin. So even though this episode to us feels like Gaga, it is theatricality. So we get some Funny Girl. We get Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. We get Shout It Out Loud and Beth by Kiss. Mm-hmm. Kiss is very theatrical. And then we get Poker Face by Lady Gaga. One of my favorite covers <laughs> in the history of the show. Oh, I, wow. I love it. Absolutely love, love it. it. Um, what happens this episode, Jenna? All right. So Will encourages the Glee Club to express themselves like Madonna using the music of Lady Gaga and Kiss. And meanwhile, Rachel confronts her mom, Shelby, um, because she knows it's her birth mother. She's (sighs) figured it out. Last episode, we learned that we listened to the tapes. Jesse, Jesse St. James got her to listen to the tape. So Rachel goes to visit Vocal Adrenaline. She hears her sing Funny Girl. We'll get into Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Trouble Um, is afoot, you know? Trouble is afoot. I was so excited to do this episode. I was so happy. And I think Ryan knew how much I loved Gaga because this is when we start to see, like, you start to get storylines for shows or artists that you love. He started mm-hmm. to, like, really listen. Yeah, it's a and, couple episodes in a row now that that's happened. Um, and then Gaga actually responded to this episode and the fact that we did some of her music, which yeah. we the beginning of doing her music. Um. Okay, there's a review from Tim Stack, our friend Tim Stack, who was with EW at the time. Do you remember, do you want to read what he said, Kevin? Yeah, he said, Tonight's Glee was definitely one of my favorite hours of the entire season. I had no idea it would be so emotional or that I would be so emotional. Seriously, how many of you Gleeks shed, a, shed major tears during theatricality? But the episode also had several shiver-inducing performances and laughs. I think that's why... It was so phenomenal. It does what Glee does best, which is combining comedy, music, and emotional truths. And then I love that Gaga was like, she said, I love Glee. Um, I love the cast and the creativity of the writers. I went to musical theater school and used to dream that someday the students would be singing my songs. Um, And then she tweeted out, Glee was so amazing. How cool. That was wild. A, that felt very cool. That was before Jenna actually became friends with Lady Gaga. <laughs> this was pre, this was foreshadowing. Be, before becoming friends with good old Steph. <laughs> which was like, shocking. Who do you want me to, what do you want to call you, Steph or Gaga? Either one. <laughs> oh, God, Jenna would come home, we lived together and tell me stories about hanging out with Gaga. And I was like, I can't handle this. Why don't you invite me on these trips? It was the best it was the best the best it's the best <laughs> the highlight of my life um uh, all right that's season Let's two talk we'll it. talk about that more okay so tina has quite an incredible story um what do you want to tell your own story jenna i think you should tina has a very specific look she is goth and Obviously, we've known this, but um, we we cut to her in Principal Figgins' office with Mr. Shu asking if she's in trouble, and Mr. Shu blindly thinks that she's going to 
have perfect attendance and she's going to be commended for it. Um, Figgins is actually afraid of vampires. Real. He thinks vampires are real. They are. And um, so he he is concerned that Tina's look is is going to be an issue. Um, but Mr. Shu kind of defends her and says this is the way that she's going to defend herself. Um, or, sorry, defend herself, express herself. Express yourself. And then, obviously, that's where Mr. Shu gets his um, um, theme for the week because it can't just be pre-planned. He's never planned out <laughs> a plan ever. Can you please say your line about Twilight? My parents won't even let me watch Twilight. My mom says she thinks Christian Stewart seems like a bitch. <laughs> so good. I just got PTSD, like bringing Tina back into my body. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome for that. Whoa! Thank you for you're a good friend. Thank you for doing that for me. So, Mister Shu, this is inspired by Tina, who has to then basically wear do nothing goth and wear a sweatshirt and no makeup, which was very wild to see me look like me on screen. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember shooting this episode and Ryan being like, no makeup for Jenna, no makeup. And Aaron Kruger was like, no makeup. So I get to set and Ryan's like, you're wearing makeup. And I was like, I'm not wearing makeup. No, that's just that natural <laughs> Korean just glow. That's that 23-year-old face. It's <laughs> <laughs> a 23-year-old face right there. Yeah, you've always um, had good skin. Oh, my God. So... This was favorite. This was really fun for me because I took zero time in the makeup trailer, and it was super comfy. I was in a gray sweatshirt. I was so happy, but she looks so sad. So Mr. Shu um, comes up with the idea that we are going to do Gaga because Rachel has gone to spy on Shelby, which we'll talk about later, um, and finds out that Vocal Adrenaline is doing Gaga, and so. Obviously, Mr. Shu steals that idea and um, hopefully helping Tina find um, a, a different look for herself to, for a way to her to express herself. By the way, that vocal journaling performance and the outfits, that red lace is absolutely diabolical. Well, they have there no are, eyes. No. <laughs> they're they're a, a singing group, you know, and you can't see their mouths or faces. At all. They're not they're not breathing. <laughs> no, it's absolutely crazy and beautiful to look at. You know? Um, um so so when of course, sort of like Madonna, when Shu pitches the whole Gaga thing to the Glee Club, the boys have a problem with it, of course, except Kurt. Mm-hmm. Who says Lady Gaga is a woman. She's only the biggest pop act to come along in decades. She's boundary pushing, the most theatrical performer of our generation, and she changes her look faster than Brit changes sexual partners. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Yeah, it's um, true. And so the guys don't want to do Gaga. Did Artie agree? Nope. No. <laughs> okay. That's Whatever. another reason why Artie and Kevin were not the same. Right. So they get to do Kiss, but Finn will go to Mr. Shu basically and say, this is not fair. I don't really, and you haven't really been listening to the guys. And Mr. Shu surprisingly, to Finn's surprise, says, okay, so you're going to do Kiss. I hear you. Yeah. Which, all right, fine. Which was fun because 
It was fun. I mean, of course, I'd rather do Gaga, but dressing up as Kiss was wild. And we got to wear these gigantic platform shoes and have all that crazy ass makeup. You guys looked insane. But Naya and I did try on each other's outfits. <gasps> oh, my God. I fit oh into God. her little black lace outfit. Of course she did. Because how she stunning did. did she look? I mean, like, unbelievable. She looked like a little spider. She just like slink, so slinking around that floor. She sounded great. She looked great. I mean, come on. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
When did you know you were going to be in the bubble outfit? All right. So I started having fittings for this pretty early on and they built this bubble outfit. Mm -hmm. And when they first fit me, they fit me in a nude leotard and they came and they basically took measurements. And then I went back and they sewed these bubbles on by hand. And these bubbles were like, imagine going to Michael's and getting like really hard acrylic bubbles, clear bubbles in all different sizes. These bubbles are like, imagine a Christmas tree. That's what it was. And I remember them putting these on and I was like, this is so cool. And then the wig and the the gloves and the cool little go-go boots. And I'm like, so excited. Tina's got a storyline and we're <laughs> doing the first scene. And I think the first one we did was walking down the hall when Karofsky um, pushes Tina and yeah. Kurt is there. Because in of his course, naturally, well. you guys get bullied as soon yes. as you start showing up to school in these outfits. By Karofsky and Senior. Yeah. Um. I'm walking and I'm walking and I think it's just because I'm walking down the hall that they're making sounds. But imagine literally Christmas tree and sound is like, oh, my God. And they're like, could you walk less noisy? And I'm like, you guys, I this I didn't do this. OK, I didn't do this. So we think it's that. And then I start to feel like and like a bubble rolls away. And I'm like, oh, my God. And they're sewing bubbles back on me in between takes. And so there's constantly somebody like touching you at all times. And I have to keep my arms up because if I put my arms down, the balls fall off. <laughs> so I just had to keep, keep my arms up like the scarecrow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's about time. Uh-huh. My um, arms are like scarecrows. So then... <laughs> We get into the next scene where we're all in the choir room. This, I think this is when Rachel comes in with the stuffed animal look and we're all in our Gaga looks and I'm sitting on the stool mm-hmm. and we're in between, we're about to call action and they're like, hold, hold, please for sound. And they're like, what is that? And I'm like, I think it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad at this point. I'm I have like, a picture of you sitting next door in like the astronomy classroom on a stool, like drinking a Diet Coke or something. Just so miserable. <laughs> and they're like, could you not move? And I was like, I'm breathing. So every time the leotard would expand, my lungs would expand. The balls would hit each other. <laughs> I was like, I'll hold my breath. <laughs> Let me just hold my breath for you. Just <laughs> oh, a small oversight of the plastic bubbles. Tiny. But then when you get to the dance numbers, it's oh, a right. whole other thing. Um, Because you look, if you go back and you watch, you may have seen it. At the end, when I'm in the back, I'm on the top riser. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, a move that I do. And you just see a ball f- roll down the, really? the choir. Yes, down the stands. I it just see, starts to roll. It's towards the end of the I song. didn't catch that. And I was like, uh-huh. They probably <laughs> couldn't find a take where there wasn't a ball rolling somewhere. Oh and I would, God. during the number when we were doing Bad Romance, I would say, ball, because I didn't want anybody to trip on them. Yeah, because everyone's clear. also wearing crazy high heels. And also like masks, like Heather had a like a lobster mask on. Oh my god! 
The references of all the different outfits were pretty incredible. Amazing. So Kurtz was... Um, Alexander McQueen. McQueen. The bubble and dress I, was the she wore Chris. for a performance in Sydney. You texted Chris. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to ask him about the shoes. Oh, my god. Because I, if I remember correctly, they made those shoes to look like the real Alexander McQueen shoes because I don't think you can dance in those, and they're probably very expensive. That's right. Um, so he sent me a voice memo. <gasps> and here's what he said. So uh, Lou made those from scratch. Uh, they were a pair of uh, red high heels that they got at a drag shop. Um, uh, red stilettos. I think they were 10-inch heels. Um, and uh, they created them. They, they put fabric around them to make them look like the Alexander McQueen shoes. Uh, sorry, I'm walking in New Orleans, so I'm a little out of breath. Um, and um, what else? Um, and uh, they got me a separate pair of basically, I called them training heels that I could walk around in so I didn't literally fall and break my ankle. <laughs> Amazing. Quinn's dress was inspired by Gaga's Orbit dress that she wore to the 2010 Grammys designed by Armani. Which actually um, you can see it's on display at the Park MGM. Um, um, that's she was awesome. doing her show. That was my favorite. When she showed up to the Grammys in that, I was obsessed with that outfit. I mean, By she has way. had so many freaking looks. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, cut to her in a black t-shirt at the Oscars. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which that's I, the boldest thing respect. you can do. Mad yeah. respect. Um, and then Mercedes was the Gaga live performance of Poker Face. Britney's was the Philip Tracy lobster hat, which is also at the MGM Grand, which Heather has lots of qualms about. She was not happy. She was not a happy camper in this one. Yeah. She did not like it. She'd tell you herself. It was not fun <laughs> and comfortable. Um, <laughs> and Santana's was by a Gaga outfit that she wore to a club in Berlin. Mm -hmm. I love that. Just like mm -hmm. a... She's so on point all the time that even her like going out looks are memorable oh, yeah. and iconic. Well, when, even when I would hang out with her, just go to go to a bar, she would wear, I was like, what is she going to show up in? You just don't know, right? Was she like um, always in like full Gaga drag? No, no, no. She wore a black, she like black dress, black stockings and like always like a large platform boot, like a, a very, mm -hmm. like an oversized platform boot. But she's little, isn't she? She's. Yeah, she's sure. tiny. She's like my yeah. my height. Yeah. Um. Okay. How was it performing? Bad Romance. I feel like this and Born This Way are so big for Glee. Like, like amongst us in the Glee world, like doing Gaga at all was such a big deal. Oh and yeah. And this number is so good. Did you have fun doing it? Minus the balls everywhere. Like, did the girls another like a girl number is the dream for me as an audience member? Did you guys feel and it's like the precursor to the the trouble tones? Like, did you oh, yeah. feel like you guys were the shit because you were? We did. We loved rehearsing together. I think Zach liked working with the girls because they were you most of us were dance. dancers, and like yeah. <laughs> you didn't have like Corey being like which foot so <laughs> I think it was it, it happened really fast. We we got the numbers really fast. Um. And everybody was just like played to their strengths in this number, I think. Like, uh, even with the costumes and how miserable we were, like, we still had such a good time doing it. And like being able to go into a recording studio in Hollywood and record Gaga songs, which were like she was at the height of her career. It really felt like it just felt like I was like, oh, I, I'm here. 
you know, yeah. I, I'm here. Um, and Gaga like fit in my voice so well. So like, I just felt like I was in my element. Um, you all sounded and all, so good. All the girls, like, I mean, Naya, come on, she sounded insane. Yeah, Naya's um, wailing on this, casually wailing on this song. <laughs> just a wild, wild <laughs> number. I love this song. I actually forgot how much I like this, um, this song, like, just to listen to on Spotify because, um the costumes like took away from that in my mind, right? Because we mm. did it on tour as well with the bubbles, which they resecured into a in a different costume. Right. Um I was able to dance in. But yeah, no, we this was so, so much fun. Um and then the boys do kiss to express themselves. Um uh, mm-hmm. You guys were in this. I remember I'd like you guys, the girls had to do some crazy stuff and dress up in the crazy outfits like before. But this was like one of the first times you guys had to wear full makeup, full costumes, yeah. full thing like um, wigs. Tell me about that. Um, I was happy because like about damn time you guys were mm-hmm. having all the fun with all these things. I just <laughs> remember those boots were so tall that sitting in the wheelchair was sort of an issue because my knees were up to my chin basically (laughs) um yeah and i just remember recording the song so my boyfriend at the time is brazilian shout out to marco and his whole family are obsessed with kiss like the only reason i knew who kiss was was because of them like kiss is still big in brazil and i texted like his family i'm like guys guess what we're doing next episode we're doing kiss and so i felt it gave me a real big push to try to do them justice. Fair enough. Them. And so it was. <laughs> I was really excited for them to get to do this. And I didn't know what the song Beth was. I remember texting them like, what is Beth? And they're like, are you kidding me? <gasps> Massive, one of the right? Best songs. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so, you know, we got to scream and shout. And I loved watching everybody go crazy and seeing, you know, Corey like wail on the drums like that. And it was fun. You guys were also so supportive of us. You know how mm-hmm. fun it was for us to watch you guys perform. And then because in the Madonna episode, we just sat around a piano and sang. Right. This time you guys got to watch us and cheer us on. And it was a lot of fun. I remember I, you I guys walking it. out of the makeup trailer and us being like, oh my God. Because yeah. you guys had to walk. We had to walk from our trailers at base camp, which is like where we all hung out to set. And so you guys had to walk in those huge heel platform yes. heels and you're like, good luck, boys. I kept rolling my ankle because we all know that <laughs> these ankles are weak, brittle, brittle bones. Brittle. Um, so then what happens in the actual episode is we do kiss, we perform it. And then Puck and the boys do another number, Beth, like we said, because he wants to name he and Quinn's daughter, Beth, and she's not about it she's like stop naming this baby this is not happening um like right. puck says well jackie daniels is a great name for like a powerboat or something it's not the right it's not right for a baby girl thank god <laughs> and so there's that whole thing happening but the best part is tina you <laughs> get to do this incredible scene <laughs> please walk us through it <laughs> So in the first scene, Tina think, finds out or figures out that she thinks Figgins thinks vampires are real. So in order to be able to dress like goth again, she comes in and <laughs> and scares him to scares him into letting her dress goth again or the vampires will come get her. Um, we shot this at the end of the day. 
And I got to do like really dark goth makeup and I got to wear this awesome cape that they got me. It was like vintage. Lou found it somewhere. And um, those vampire teeth actually were made like flippers. Some guy had to come to my house and fit my teeth, do a full impression, went home, made me these porcelain teeth that I got to wear these fangs. And then Aaron was like, you can keep these because these were made for you. So I got to keep my vampire teeth, although they don't fit anymore because I did Invisalign. So my mm. my bite is different. But I had the vampire teeth for a very long time. Um, the details, the level of thought that goes into all these things. Truly. Is crazy. It's a good budget they had right there. Yeah. Or else I would have been wearing those like uh, Halloween ones. Yes, Party City things. Um, And I got to do the scene and um, Ryan kept laughing like in the middle of (laughs) the day. Which that would never happen. And I could hear and like they could, you can like edit that out, but you could hear him in the background like, (laughs) and like when he laughed like that, you knew that you were doing something right. Yeah. and he's like, use your hair and do the whole thing. But what was really funny was Figgins. Like Iqbal would come out um, from around the corner and I would scare him. And every time he would say something different <laughs> and it would kill me. And I have to keep a straight face. <sighs> and the one, which, what, did, what did they use? I can't remember. The one that got me the worst was he comes around the corner and I scare him. And he goes, no, it's for what? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then another one he came around the corner he goes he screamed like a little girl i mean I'm, he screamed like a little girl and it was just so much fun it was fun working with figgins it was fun to do something totally different it was fun to have a little storyline that was like based around tina's goth look so that was really um enjoyable oh my god it was um, so good it is so good. So another thing that's going on in this episode is that Rachel, we find we know that Rachel um, figures out that Shelby Corcoran is her mom because Jesse yeah. in the previous episode knows uh, got her to listen to the tape. So she goes to spy on Vocal Adrenaline where she finds out they're going to do Gaga um, and sees Cor- Shelby, her mom, do Funny Girl. Ironic. 360 mm-hmm. moment. Here we are. Um, Adina doing Funny Girl. That's the actuality. She did. I mean, a beautiful job. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun to see her do um, a Broadway number. And then Rachel goes to Shelby and she shows her her, you know, Gaga outfit because her dads obviously don't know how to sew and did a poor job with stuffed animals. And Shelby gives her her paparazzi look, which was so good. <laughs> I was like, can you wear that on a red carpet, please? Right. It was legit. <laughs> Will and Shelby then meet up to talk about Rachel, Rachel. And Shelby can't have kids anymore. And there's all this conflict where for a huge reveal like this, it's also sort of surprising that they're both sort of like cool with it. <laughs> like there's this weird, uncomfortable right tension and for someone like rachel and shelby who are so sure of themselves mm-hmm. they're both like what do we do with this information because right. now it's out here right and shelby then realizes that even though she's been plotting this for the whole time that they've been <laughs> each other's lives the past couple episodes she tells rachel <laughs> it's too late for them to have a relationship and they've sort of like missed the boat on it mm. and she then gives her 
um, like a commemorative glass. <laughs> to remember. <laughs> yeah, with like a gold star on it. And so it's sort of her thing. And then they decide to sing this beautiful rendition of an inappropriate song. <laughs> Which ends up being like, okay, and there's that storyline. <laughs> like having them have like this really emotional moment and they sound incredible on Poker Face. They do. And then you hear some of those lyrics and it's so funny. <laughs> and then it brings you back to like the satire right. that the show is. Right, right. And right, also right. the brilliance of Gaga at the same time. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it makes it all okay because Poker Face is so good. <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny <laughs> because you so have good. the Gaga and Kiss stuff is happening and it's all sort of like silly, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then the other two storylines with Rachel and her mom and now getting into um, Kurt and Finn are all deeply serious things. Right. Um, so you have that nice little balance of what's happening because um, what Kurt, Ryan does best is like, you know, the groundedness and the emotion and the heart in these like very elevated satirical kind of things that are happening yeah. as well. All right. Tell me. Tell me about Kurt and Bert. Well, in the quickest move in, in history, Bert <laughs> and Carol announced they're um, moving in together. And then next scene, they're, they've moved in together. And Kurt offers to redecorate. Mm -hmm. He does it. And he reveals it to Finn. And it's a bit much, to be honest. <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely psychotic. It's a bit much, you yeah. know? <laughs> and and he's even like, uh, Kurt has put up sort of a divider in the room. And he's talking about the themes that he was inspired by and says how it's more masculine for Finn mm -hmm. and wants him to feel comfortable. And Finn starts to crack. He's been cracking mm -hmm. this whole episode with Kurt. But he's like, I don't have to worry about that stuff. And Finn, and you know, Kurt's like, what stuff are you referring to? And then Finn goes on this tirade where he starts oh calling objects in the room the <laughs> F word. No bueno. Yeah. And I know some people get triggered by that word, so I'm trying to avoid it here. But yeah. Bert, like the father of the year he is, bursts down those stairs and into the room. Mm -hmm. And they have one of the greatest scenes <clears throat> where Bert just goes in on him. He puts him in his place about like what that word actually means. And Finn's like, well, that's what I was talking. He's like, no, no, no. I was like you. When I said that word, I knew what it meant. And you know what it means, even mm -hmm. if you're not saying to Kurt. And he kicks him out. Yeah, he said, and... you can't live here. Yeah. Which is huge because obviously it's showing Kurt he comes first, right? Which yeah, when, there, there's a big several... kind of I deal with like a lot of parents and kids, you know, divorced kids and remarrying yeah. and all those like kind of large issues. And it's been um, several weeks of Kurt feeling threatened by Bert and Finn's relationship, sort of this masculine, macho right. talk about sports things. And this is where we get to see the acting chops that we love so much from Chris and from Michael Manley that are like, they, they tug at your heartstrings. They're done so beautifully. These, all three of them, like, take such care in what they were saying mm -hmm. and how they were saying it. And they, it was just really, um, those scenes really blow me away. And I know that they were um, 
I think Ryan would like really, I remember him like really commending them for the work that they did in that, yeah. so, in that scene. That, it's not easy too for someone like Corey, who was so the opposite of that scene. <laughs> right. <laughs> to have to go in there and just start shouting that stuff at now our friends and right. coworkers and things like that, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But when you're in safe hands like Ryan's, you feel supported and that he just wants you to do what's right for the scene. And he did. Right. And then Mike O'Malley walking out. <laughs> Room looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Which had to be an ad lib. Always, right? <laughs> but it's so good. Uh, oh God, parent of the year, you know? Parent of the year. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent, dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. So Kurt keeps getting harassed because he's obviously walking around in the Gaga outfits at school. And Finn is like, can you just cut it out? Like blend in like this. You're calling this on yourself. Mm-hmm. So after their big blowout, we're in the choir room of the Glee Club and Finn and Kurt are both missing. And we see that Kurt is getting harassed by the football players again. So Finn then 
comes to Kurt's rescue and Finn's like, you gotta, you gotta stop. And he stops them from literally about to punch Kurt in the face. And then the Glee Club realizes that they're missing. So they go to look for them and they hear it and they're like, oh, she and everybody rolls up and to help Finn in, in the club. And we're all in our crazy looks um and everybody is there and finish showing up for kurt obviously after that big fight and the lady gaga outfit that finn wore was the latex um designed by kudo when she met the queen yeah it's been absolutely incredible she met the queen of england in that outfit. but um and then and that's theatricality and that's not the first time that we'll end up in big outfits in that hallway. Remember, Kevin, when we end up in um, what is the episode directed by Ian that we did where you are the bald head? Oh, yeah. Like the X-Men, the superhero yes. stuff. Yes, you're right. <laughs> it's yep. very reminiscent of it. Yeah, it is. Anyway. Correct. um, Well, this is a really fun episode. Should we do some tardy takes? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Cringe moments, a.k.a. Paris Barclay, ouchies. I... Honestly, there weren't a lot of cringe moments in this episode, I have to say. No. I think I get cringy when, like, Puck is talking about keeping the baby. And Quinn is like, no. And then some of the Rachel and Shelby stuff is a little awkward because they're like, I don't want us to be a family. Like, leave me alone. (laughs) Right. Sort of thing. I just made me uncomfortable. She gave her the cup instead of, like, giving her a relationship to me. (laughs) Yes. Like, what? Okay, fair. Worst (laughs) dance move. I would like to talk about best dance move, and I would think it's all of you in Bad Romance doing the iconic Bad Romance choreography is pretty incredible. I gotta say, it was pretty good. It was one of my yeah. favorites. Best song. All right. I mean, I think I know yours, Kevin. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Poker Face. Sorry. That's okay. I'll go with Bad Romance and we'll even it out. Great. Love that for us. Performance. No I kiss brought. for us. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I pick the bubble. The totally. falling bubble. <laughs> yep. I I think the. The bubbles are the best prop in this entire episode. <laughs> and the best line. Um, I'm going to have to go with Bert's whole speech to mm. Finn mm. kicking him out. I think that is one of the best written scenes. Agreed. I'm going to say Nosferatu. <laughs> Yes, absolutely, please. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. Okay, so Jenna, Give it shit to we me. found on TikTok this week. Um, Miss Dot Ander Hummel on TikTok posted <laughs> an edit of the intro of Six the Musical, you know, the ex-wives song mm-hmm. where they all introduce themselves, but it's with all the ladies of the Glee Club. It's with Tina oh. and Brittany and Quinn and Mercedes and Santana and Rachel no. as one of the six wives of Henry VIII. No. Yes. It is oh. so good and a beautiful edit. Great job. And I would not like to see it. You know? All right. I, wanted, I would like to see all of you. That is a great thing 
to note, if Glee happened again, that is something that Glee would have done for sure. Like we would have done six with all this of you, the girls. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. You see it, right? You see yeah. it? I'm, yeah. I'm manifesting this. Great. <laughs> well done. Thanks for tagging us in that again. Thanks for all these videos. Very and thank good. you for listening every single week. To we these love you guys. recaps, we love doing this. We love doing it for you guys. We love selfishly doing it for ourselves. We get to talk about our great times and talk to some of our old friends and coworkers. So thank you. Let's keep it up. Every episode is more and more fun, some more than others. <laughs> <laughs> this one was one of the most fun. Yes. Um, and next week we have funk. So be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> And that's what you really missed. Bye-bye. See ya. Thanks for listening. And follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs. With flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income, you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.